0: What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. Welcome back to the Why I Never, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Coach Joe Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Miss Katie Oliveira. Now, Katie is the founder of Collegehood LLC and the host of the Collegehood Advice Podcast, where she shares expert insights, strategies, and stories to help students embrace who they are and use their unique gifts, education, and experience to build a life that they love during college and beyond. She has guided thousands of college students through, her, through their college experience in her role as a professional academic advisor, college success coach, university administrator, and instructor at both St. Edward's University and the University of Houston system. She has a lot to share with us today. Katie, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. There we go. Now, Katie, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty, pretty good, man. Like it's it's a it's a pretty chill uh, February. We're supposed to do this months ago. <laughs> we're supposed to do this months ago, and your boy forgot. That's a that's a big one on Kojo, but it's okay because we did. We at the end of the day, we're doing it. Do we, we start something? and We're gonna finish it. So let's go ahead and get this thing rocking and rolling. Now, I really want to focus in today on tips for specifically my college students because, as you know. With me, I am not the. I, I really blanket every job with this podcast. So, um, college or no college, I'm. I, I personally don't go to, haven't been to college, and I'm not in any type of college uh, system. I notice a lot of people who are really like in this realm of work are like career counselors, career coaches, um, and people like you who are, you know, like um, you. You had an academic advisor in your in your bios, uh, university administrator and stuff like that. So really what I want to focus in on today is the college side of things. And this this really for my college students uh, audience in this, this specific podcast. So I really want to, you know, dive into, you know, a couple of things that they really want to know. And first off, can you give us a little bit of background about yourself? I know those were only a couple of sentences. So you just, you know, fill in the gaps that I might have missed there.
1: Yeah, yeah, a couple things. Um first before I dive into my background, I just want to say that I think most everything that I'm talking about today can be applied to anybody whether you're going to college or not. I think that there are a lot of ways to get it done and Kojo has, has been a guest on my podcast over at Culture Advice and we talked about that in that episode. And all that the college experience is is one way to gain professional development personal development and education and it opens the doors to certain kinds of professions but there are a lot of other ways to get experience education professional and personal development out there and so I think a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today and a lot of my philosophy about approaching the college experience can really be extended to anybody who's out there interested in aligning with who they are figuring out what they want to do with their life and then using their experience, education and network to make it happen. My background, I worked um, in higher ed for over 15 years as an academic advisor, academic counselor, academic coach, teacher, administrator. I had a lot of different jobs, a lot of different hats. And in that time, and in my own college experience, I just see a lot of students who are spending a lot of money on the investment, but they're not really maximizing it. They're kind of floating through passively. They're not really sure why they're there. They're focused on having fun, which is cool, but it's a really expensive investment to just have fun. You know, you can mm. have fun for a lot cheaper, <laughs> you know, I agree. Um, right? So the, the idea here is I think that's all... Because we kind of are passively entering college and no one's like saying, Hey, hey, you're spending a lot of money and time and energy and effort, honestly, to be here. Hey, are you being intentional? I think there's a lot of culture around college that's like you go and you get the right major and you tick off the boxes, you get the A, you go to the right school, and voila, you have a happily ever after life. And that's just not the case. You have to have the substance, you have to use it. As an investment in yourself, just like if you're going to buy a house, right? You don't just like buy a house, work hard, save your money, buy a house, and then like let it rot out, right? You got to maintain the house. You got to get insurance for the house. You got to heat the house, get a plumber, and you do your research and you use experts to help you get the most out of your investment for your house. So maybe one day you can resell it and get some value college is kind of the same thing so I just in my experience I found that universities themselves have a lot of really great resources to help you do this but students one aren't always accessing them they don't always have access to them and sometimes two, those resources aren't that accessible they're um, a paper form sitting in an office or they're on a website that's hard to read or they're um they don't know that they're there. And so my goal with collegehood is to provide guidance and resources that are fun and accessible that talk about a wide range of things that go into being successful during college and even beyond college um, in the form of a podcast. I've got a YouTube channel coming up at the end of the month and developing other resources to help students help support college student development so that people can use that investment to actually get prepared to build a life that they love and enjoy and get the most out of.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I was really, really happy. I mean, there were, there were a bunch of points that you uh, just dropped right there, but like what really stuck with me was the house reference that you had of, you know, you wouldn't just buy a house or you wouldn't uh, invest your money into a house without having some, or, or without maintaining it. And, um, what I really want to, you know, add on to that is you wouldn't really buy a house without having an end goal to that. So whether you're trying to make a profit off of it by, um, you know, renting it out or maybe selling it for a profit, or maybe you are just buying a house because you're on your first kid and you're going to have three, three more, and you're buying a five bedroom house, you always have to have a plan once you invest into something. So always have that plan once you invest into, so you should know the, the end from the beginning. Um, so I feel like that was a great point that you had right there. And we, let's also talk about your YouTube channel. So you, you said you're uh, going to start a YouTube channel by the end of the month. I do want to hear about that and what type of content you're going to put out.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be very similar to my podcast. Um, college advice is a mostly interview based show. It also has me sometimes just giving uh, tactical advice, actionable steps that you can take to improve your academic performance or your time management. Uh, We also talk about how to figure out what you want to do with your life, how to maximize opportunity during college, wellness, a wide range of topics on the podcast. But it's a long-form podcast, as many podcasts are, where we're doing interviewing and having conversation. And I love podcasts. I love listening to them. And I know students do too, because I've got thousands and thousands of listeners over there. But one thing I keep hearing from students is that sometimes you just need, you know, five tactical things you can do to solve a problem. And so um, a hunger for a little bit more of a snapshot, bite-sized content, video content is emerging. I've been, I've had many requests for it. And so I finally am going to be brave and get out there and put myself on video and start to produce content that is similar to what we produce on College advice, but I think is even more digestible. So for example, some of the first episodes that we're going to be airing are how to stop procrastinating, what to do when you have the urge to procrastinate, how to organize your week in 20 minutes, how to read a textbook to get a 4.0, those kinds of tactics that are very like, do these three things to find success here. So that students can access help in the both the long form storytelling that we do on the podcast and the connection with other humans who are having experiences that you get on a podcast, but also actionable steps for when you're like in a hurry and you need an answer over on YouTube.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And by the time this episode comes out, that YouTube channel will be out. So the link is in the description below. Go ahead and give that a click, guys. And let me let me uh, roll into uh, one of these questions real quick. Um, now I was talking, you, you were asking me on your podcast when we did uh, the interview over there, uh, we were talking about, you know, a little bit of my background story and whatnot, but really, um, you know, cause a, a lot of, not just with college, but in life, you really must learn that, um, you know, it, m- most people try to be, uh, I, I want to say more than themselves. Um, when it comes to trying to figure out their passion, when they when it comes to that impact word and whatnot. And they just want to, you know, they, they see something, you know, cool and shiny, um, maybe on TV. Uh, uh, maybe they want to be a doctor or a lawyer because uh, their parents told them or uh, they just aspire to be it. But they weren't really looking at themselves and what they could hold because they didn't feel that they might not have been enough. But let's talk about really understanding and embracing yourself as a person. Um, and using that, knowing that that is more than enough in order to be exactly who you want to be in life.
1: You are talking about my favorite topic. Um, so, we've talked a little bit about this. I firmly believe that, you know, God made no mistakes, right? That we are mm-hmm. all here for a reason. And that the fact that we are a human being on this planet at this moment is enough. And that it is our opportunity, our blessing, depending on how you think of these things, to develop and grow ourselves so that we can contribute our unique combination of skills, experiences, perspectives to make the world better. So I think that your purpose is so simple. It is nothing more than to truly be who you are and show up as your best self every day. But the trick is, is that you as a human being, as you move through your life are going to grow and develop and change over time. And so you aren't fixed. You're a baby and who you were as a baby and who you were at 10 and who you are at 12 and who you're at 15 and who you're at 18, who you are at 28, who you are at 68. You're you. There's gonna be an essence of you across all of those ages. You are going to feel just the same across all of those ages, but you're going to gain skills and experiences and relationships, and you're gonna gain understanding about the world around you that, you know, is going to inform how you can show up and be of service in the world, right? You're gonna gain, you're gonna to gain tools along the way and are good. And bad experiences help build up that toolkit. So I think what ends up happening is somewhere in our society's messaging, and I'm not really sure where the source of this is, somewhere in our our movies or our cultural conversations or social media or our marketing culture or capitalism or what, I don't know, somewhere in the structure of our society. I think we get a message that you, just as you are, aren't good enough. You need to optimize. You you need to have a slick social media. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to look this way. You need to talk this way. You need to act this way. Your background isn't right. Your religion isn't right. Your gender isn't right. Your sexual orientation isn't right. Your skin color, whatever it is, right? We get a lot of messages that we're not enough. But here's the thing. You are a human being on this planet right now. That means you matter and you are enough and that your purpose is to be yourself and what those components of you are is your personality, your creativity, your skill set, your experiences, your perspective. Just by showing up as you, you shift the game. And when you don't show up as you, when you feel like you have to be somebody else, when you put on a persona to make somebody else happy or make somebody else like you or to fit in, then you are robbing yourself of the experience to give your gifts and you're robbing The world of your unique perspective and so my goal is to help young adults college and not college I help students who aren't in college to just figure out who they are understand who they are what do they bring to the table what kinds of things sound interesting fun exciting to them that they might like to do for viable paid work or unpaid work to be honest with you And help them make it happen by strategically engaging in life and paying attention and gaining skills instead of passively floating through, kind of hoping someday life's going to be great, but not really taking action that's aligned with who they really are and what they really want their life to look like.
0: Perfect. Perfect. And I really, and again, like we, we could, we can talk all day about this, but let me, let me, you know, highlight a couple points there and, um, you, you see, we were, we were talking about, you know, somewhere along the way, whether it was uh, whatever, whatever happened with society that makes you feel that you're not enough. And it's funny because I, I was I was hearing about a statistic. And during the 2008 recession, um, the only industry that's profited positively from in that recession was the beautician industry. So pretty much everybody. While every while you know everything was falling apart, people still wanted to look good. People still wanted to uh, just be on the surface okay, but deep down they weren't. And I really want to talk about you know yourself as a person and bringing yourself forward. Um, And which isn't always easy. You you just have to bring yourself forward. Everything that you need you already have. Trust me when I say that. Like everything that you need to make you happy in life, you already have inside of you, you just must bring it forth. But let's really talk right now about, you know, taking those baby steps, because most of the time, it's really just hard for people to start. Most people fear the uh, rejection over the regret. So most people don't, most people fear failure, rather than uh, fearing that Uh, feeling of, okay, uh, what if I never try? But let's talk about taking those baby steps to start doing and and being who exactly who you are and who you were created to be.
1: I think one of the most important things is to lead with compassion, not just for your others, because I think we can, if we're into and aware of and conscious that we should connect with other human beings as human beings, we're super good at being compassionate and accepting of others. But We aren't really that good at being compassionate and accepting of ourselves. And so I think you have to start there by first forgiving yourself for like beating yourself up or judging yourself or not feeling like you're enough, right? So if you're listening to me and you're like, oh my God, that sounds like me, right? Then you need to just be like, you know what? It's okay. Because to be honest with you, we all feel that way. We all feel kind of like an imposter, even me. And getting started and understanding your next best step is the hardest part sometimes. But I think what's important is to just focus on your next best baby step, not get overwhelmed by where you're trying to go. And how are you going to get 10 steps ahead? You don't know how you're going to get 10 steps ahead. You're not 10 steps ahead yet. You know how to get to the next step. So I think sometimes it's Just taking that next best baby step and not getting overwhelmed by all the other steps that are going to follow. Just trusting that your future self is going to have what it takes to, to do what you need to do because I agree with you. You have a lot of wisdom inside of you and understanding who you are is within you everything you need to understand who you are is there what tools and content and coaches and all that kind of stuff that's out there in the world right now is there for is to help you see it and understand it and kind of pull it out so if you do like a quiz online right you do a personality quiz or something even if it's like a buzzfeed quiz we love those because we take them and they're fun but when we get the result back We know if it's true or not. Well, how can that be? You didn't know that information 10 minutes ago. Why can you recognize if it's true or not? Well, because you know that on a deeper level. You just aren't aware of it enough to like be able to say it or to like explain it to someone. You need that affirmation. You need the words sometimes to understand yourself. And so my advice to you, long-winded question, answer, a couple things from that. One, focus on your next best step. And two... It's okay to be messy and to experiment and figure things out. A lot of times we only see things once they're like all slick and and uh, made for prime time. Mm. We don't see the mess it takes to get to that made for prime time, right? So like me, I had a student like today talking about how I'm gonna go on his podcast and talking about on social media how honored he was that I was humble enough to come on his podcast. And I thought to myself, that is crazy. Who am I? I'm just a person on a podcast myself. You know, even though I've built a really great platform and I have a lot of followers and I've touched a lot of lives, I started really, really messy. My first website was real dumb. My first Mm. episodes make me cringe like my first I made a lot of mistakes. I just did my bills for the year. Oh my God. I'd made so many money mistakes in the last year because I don't know what I'm doing until I start doing it and figure out what I don't know and then start to seek help. So I think I'll just say starting is the hardest part. Identify what your next best step is and be okay with not knowing and starting messy and just kind of taking action. Because action is going to tell you real quick what you need next. And when you figure out what you need next, get help. Get the help. Ask the questions. Get the information. Because if you're stuck and you don't know what to do, it means you don't have enough information.
0: That is so perfect. And I think the moral of that story with that first point was do not wait for the perfect condition. You, It would never be perfect. You must just start. Um, and let me let me go ahead and ask you this, um, Katie, because I feel like this is a it's a biggie, um, especially for the people in the school realm. But just in general um, now, it's really, really, really. And again, this is one of my big points of uh, when I'm talking about one of, one of my questions. Uh, I, I interview every job and I ask uh, every job the same eight questions. And my favorite question actually is. Do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you had in your career? And again, that's a question that I ask every single job that I um, that I interview. And something that's really common, something that I hear a lot um, lately is that, you know, no, they don't matter. But down the line, um, really, what you want to have is a social skill. And let's really talk about uh, having that social skill, you know, building relationships and uh, stuff like that. I feel like that is one of the most important skills in life, because there is a there's a quote that pretty much everybody knows. And it is it's not what you know, it's who you know. So can we really talk about having social skills, building relationships and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. Can I say one thing about grades first? Of course. Okay. so I am an academic success coach in my past, especially. So I got it. I can't I can't just leave that one on the table. So here's my here's my two cents on grades. So, yeah, the outcome of a grade doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's not your self-worth. Like your intelligence and potential is not in grade. It's like there are brilliant people. I've seen kids with like fifteen hundred SATs, absolutely brilliant fail college. And I've seen kids who had, you know, a thousand SAT and struggle during high school, come to college and own it, right? So mm-hmm. that that is an indication of your potential. What grades are is feedback on your ability to master the requirements and information in a particular classroom. Were you able to play the game in that classroom and master the information that instructor wanted you to master? So what grades are is a way for you to show up as your best self in the classroom and make sure that you're trying your hardest to learn information and follow instructions. So that's why grades matter. It's less about the outcome. Like I got an A, I got a B, which is what we focus on. It's more about the substance. Like, did I show up? Did I learn? Did I try? Did I get help? Did I do what I needed to do? by committing to taking this class where I really want to get the value from this instructor and I want to get the material from this class. Did I do my best, did I give my best shot at actually trying to master the material in that class? So I think, so yes, B plus work actually takes you pretty far in life. And I think even... a. C is like the average grade. It shows that you have good understanding of the material. And then a is like, you knocked it out of the park and you have like such high sophisticated mastery that you were able to master that particular class. And so, yeah, at the end of the day, nobody's going to ask you about your GPA. Nobody asked me my college GPA. Right. Anymore. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. I've never been asked that. I haven't been asked that question in 20 years. Right. Um, or I guess a little less than 20 years. Don't want to age myself up, but you know, Mm -hmm. I haven't been asked that question all to say in a really long time, but it, I have had relationships that maybe I didn't think were important that maybe came back around in a way you cannot even imagine. So being kind and respectful and nurturing relationships, even with people that you don't think you're ever going to see again is so important. So as a matter of fact, my mother in- law um works as an academic advisor at a college in Houston. And she recently got a new boss. And she was talking to this boss, and the boss told her where she was from, and she knew about her age. And she was like, and my mother- in-law realized that I graduated high school with this girl. Now, I know her. We had a fine relationship in high school. I wasn't friends with her. I was friendly with her. Mm-hmm. I hadn't talked to her in 20 years, but now she is my mother-in-law's boss. What if I was a bully? What if I was mean to that girl? What if I had treated her with disrespect? What if she's secretly been hating me for the last 20 years and then my mother-in-law is her employee, right? You just don't, know who is going to come back in your life and who is going to help you and be there for you and who you can help and be there for. So I think being a kind human that shows other people grace and compassion is like the highest value that we all should have.
0: I 100% agree. And again, number one thing is you get out what you put in. So anything you put in, you will get back out most likely times 10. So Katie, I really appreciated today's interview. I don't want to stress it out for too long now, Katie. Uh, and you, we are definitely going to leave the link below to the podcast, to your podcast um, at the YouTube channel that we got going up um, by the end of the month. So that's, it's definitely going to be up by the time this uh, podcast goes live. Do you want to shout out any social media website, anything that they can, you know, just click on real quick so that my audience can reach yours?
1: Yeah. So if you want to come and check out everything we have to help you with college, go to collegehoodadvice.com. And if you want to hang out with me on social, go and follow me on Instagram at collegehoodadvice. I have all kinds of stuff that I post there. So it's a really great way to get some advice really quickly.
0: Perfect. And she has, I'm trying to tell you, if you guys go into collegehoodadvice.com, she has about, I'm not sure about how many, but she has a bunch of free courses that will help you um, figure out yourself and also get you through the college experience, not just college experience, but the life experience itself. Um, I've checked it out myself. It's good stuff. Please go ahead and give it a click folks. And Katie, I got to thank you once again for having an excellent, excellent, excellent interview. Now folks, there are three types of work, a career, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find your career, but you're truly truly blessed if you find your calling. And I hope that me and Katie helped you find it here today That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. you talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on the mountain, like I'm pitching. I'm fighting the move. Morph-